Hey y'all, what is up? It's your girl P and we are back today with episode 5 for the KKWP podcast. First and foremost, I just want to thank you all who have been tuning in and listening and have been faithful and who have been just showing up and showing out for the podcast. I genuinely appreciate it. And um, just the way that the spirit of the Lord is moving through this podcast, I pray that the words that are coming out of my mouth are completely of God and that it is touching every heart, mind, and yeah, so let's get into it today. So today I am going to primarily be talking about trusting God. And I know for many of my previous episodes, I kind of talked about things that I previously went through and how God has showed up through those experiences and how he has changed me or how he has walked me through those experiences. But today, when it comes to trusting God, this topic, I kind of want to talk about like what I'm currently going through. And again, I just genuinely believe that there is power in transparency. There is power in just being honest and revealing what you're currently going through and how God is bringing you through it. And... Yeah, so I just kind of want to jump into that. So again, this is something that I am currently going through. And I believe that there's a common misconception sometimes that Christians have the perfect life. We have the most perfect, upstanding relationship with God. Our desire is to live a perfect life like Jesus. But the reality of that is that it's just not possible for us to be absolutely perfect because the only perfect person to ever exist was Jesus. So I want you guys to understand that as Christians and as people who are following the Lord, we go through our hardships, we go through our trials, and we go through our tribulations. So don't ever, ever, ever think that... We, you know, just have life so good, have life so sweet. We do because we have Jesus, but like we still go through the storm as well. So again, for the topic of trusting God, I've kind of been in this space where I know I love God. I know that I want to follow Jesus and I've just found myself in this rut of like trusting God to do what he's supposed to do in my life versus me doing what I need to do on my behalf as a faithful servant. And I just kind of just been like battling with like, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm doing my part that I'm putting in the works behind my faith, but also making sure I'm not overstepping my boundaries and not trying to do what God is supposed to be doing in my life. So I kind of find myself like, like, not per se, not trusting God, but in a sense that I'm overworking myself to accommodate for what I feel is missing. But in reality, is nothing missing. God is doing what he's supposed to do. It's me not trusting that he will do it. Because if I trusted that he was going to do it, I wouldn't find myself in this space where I'm trying to do it in my own strength. So an example in this case that I'm currently going through is like finances, like learning to be a better steward of my finances, right? And like just making sure like 
I'm not overworking myself to accommodate for the wants in life or I'm not overworking myself and doing OT and doing all this stuff, working hard day and night to compensate for certain necessities or anything like that. But instead, taking a step back and understanding that God is a provider. He is Jehovah Jireh and that he will provide making sure that I'm not overstepping those boundaries because they are there for a reason. If you begin to overstep the boundaries and you allow financial burdens to consume your mind, then you have misplaced where finances are supposed to be in your life. Like you have put it on a pedestal because you have put it above God because you trust in your own strength to make more money than you trust God to be a provider, right? So I kind of got in this headspace where like, God, what's going on? I don't understand. Uh, You know, I've been trying my best to be a better suit of my finances. I know I'm not the best, but I know I got some work to do. But like, God, you said you were going to do this. And God began to say to me, I am who I say I am. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm too sovereign to go back on my own word. But it's a matter of you taking a step back and trusting me to do what I said I was going to do in your life. So I just found myself, like, again, in that place of, like, God, what's going on? And, like, basically my actions were revealing that I did not trust God. I would say, oh, God, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. But my actions would say otherwise. So I had to, like, go back to the drawing board, like, and kind of just remember to sit at the feet of God and allow him to pour into me so that I don't get filled with anxiety, so I don't get filled with stress. So in my life, when I know that I've removed my trust from God and put it onto myself, because I start feeling unnecessary stress, I start making too much emotion in my life. Like I start putting my hands in places that it's not supposed to be just to accommodate for the things that I feel that I may be missing. And again, in reality, I'm not missing anything because God is a provider and he has 100% been providing for me. But in my head, because I've shifted my trust from him to myself, now I feel like, oh, I got to go do this. I got to go do this. I got to make this. I got to do that. I got to do this to, uh, to make up for the things that I feel that I need. Like I'm taken care of. And God just kept telling me like, don't worry, don't worry. Lay it at my feet, lay it at my feet. But it's, it's kind of been like that season where it's easier said than done. And then, like, for example, another thing, like, I've been in this place where, like, God, is this something that you want me to do? Is this podcast something that you want me to do? And I found myself in this battle before. And it's like, I trust what you have said. Like, I trust what you have said, God. Help me to be fixed and focused on what you have said and not listen to the lies that the enemy is trying to tell me. So getting back to that place of just making sure that I'm spending time with God because once I spend time with God, that, that trust comes back in order because I've made sure and I made it a priority to put God on the pedestal of my heart. I made it a priority to make God first in my life. And that is when the trust begins to flow back in. And just, it was, it was kind of like a hard thing for me to grasp in the moment because how could I not trust God? 
after all he has done for me, after all he has brought me through, after all he has blessed me with, after how much he has taken care of me, after how much he's provided for me, protected me, loved me, saved me, healed me, redeemed me, set me free, all these things that God has done for me, how can I not trust him? You know, how could I not? He's done so much for me, literally, literally. I have never, ever, ever went without. I can't count on my hand no times where God has failed me. Every single thing I have inquired of the Lord, he has answered. The Bible declares in Psalm chapter 145, verse 13, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. So God has pulled through for me so many times. God has been so good to me and has blessed me in more than I can even imagine. And it's not even because of what I have done. It's not even because of the works of my hand. It's not even because of me doing anything, but it's simply because he is a good and perfect father. And every good and perfect gift comes from God. Everything that I have has came from God. I can't sit here and say that I have anything that I have now by my own works, by my own hand, the home that I live in because of God, the car that I drive because of God, the job that I have because of God, the education I'm able to get because of God. I can look back on every single moment of my life and God showed me where his hand was in every moment of my life. So then how can how am I able to even be in this position where I'm questioning why am I not trusting God when he has not given me a reason to doubt him? He has not given me a reason to say, oh, God is unfaithful. That that would be an absolute lie because God is faithful. God is a sure and firm foundation. He will not lie. All of his promises to me have been yes and amen. Everything that I have asked God for that was in alignment with his will and purpose that he had over my life, he has blessed me with. I know I'll be, I'll be joking around with my friend and I'll be like, oh, is it, is it because of God? Every, like she always be saying something or they always be saying something like, it's because of God. But no, in reality, that's the absolute truth. It is because of God. Everything that I have, everything that I am, everything that I've been blessed with, it's because of God. So then when I get in these spaces of like questioning my trust in God, I really start to hurt on the inside. Like I really start to beat myself down because God has been so good to me. How could I ever feel like, you know, feel that kind of that kind of feeling towards him to a point where I feel like I got to step in and do what he's supposed to be doing in my life. It's time, that tells me that it's time to kill the flesh. Flesh is getting too bold over my spirit. And again, this is me being completely transparent with y'all. My flesh is getting too bold over my spirit to a point where I feel like I have to step into the position of God to provide for myself, to do things for myself, to to, to uh, fill in what's missing for myself. 
that tells me, ooh, it's time to it's time to deny the flesh. It's time to pick up the cross. Your flesh getting too loud. You need to quiet your flesh so that your spirit man can rise up because your spirit man understands the position of God in your life. Your spirit man understands who God is and your, your spirit man won't debate. The positioning of God in your life. Your spirit man understands that God is number one. Your spirit man understands the role that God plays in your life and how tremendous of an impact he has on your life. And your spirit man understands that there are boundaries that you are not supposed to overstep because that is stepping into the territory of God's doing. And when you step into the territory of God's doing, of course, you're going to find yourself running ragged. Of course, you're going to find yourself putting your hands in places that it's not supposed to be. Of course, you're going to find yourself in a position that you don't even understand why you're in because you have entered a territory that is not for you to have dominion over. That is God's territory. If God blessed you, if God put you somewhere, if God ordered you to go somewhere, believe me when I say he is going to do what it takes to keep you there. He's going to provide for you. He's going to make a way for you because that is where he sent you. And if it's God's will, it's God's bill. <laughs> I always say that if God sent me somewhere, I know he's going to provide for me. If God called me to be here for me, I know he's going to do it for me because he's not going to send me somewhere where he hasn't already made provisions ahead of me. He's not going to send me somewhere where he hasn't already thought it through because he is alpha and omega. So he already went before me. To see exactly what I'm going to need to sustain me. He already went before me to know exactly what I'm going to need in every single moment of that journey. So when you begin to step into a Tory that's not meant for you to take dominion over, of course you're going to feel, of course you're going to feel how, like that feeling of something's not right. It's because it's not right. You're trying to do God's job, and that's not what this life is intended for you for. God is God, and he don't need nobody else. He wants a relationship with us. He desires a relationship with us, but he don't need us just for him to complete his works. He don't need us just for his word to come to pass. He is God, and he is God alone, and he don't need nobody else. So me thinking that I have to step into God's role to provide for me in certain areas of my life, I have been highly mistaken because he don't he does not need me just to provide for me. He doesn't need me to go go out of my way just to provide for myself. That is not the kind of man that he is. If he says he's a provider, he's going to provide. If he sent you there, why wouldn't he take care of you? You know, so again, just kind of like been dealing with not letting the enemy gain access to my mind by trying to plant these seeds of doubt, by trying to plant these seeds of uh, not trusting God, by trying to plant these seeds that I am lacking something, by trying to plant these seeds that I need to go step out and do it because God's not doing it. But the truth is, the truth is God is doing exactly what he says he's going to do. God is doing exactly what he knows he's supposed to be doing. But because my attention has shifted, whatever may have caused that shift, whatever it may be, something has shifted to a point where I feel like I can't trust God on this matter. You know? And again, if I'm not 
open, honest, humble, and transparent with y'all, I have no business doing this podcast. Because I want y'all to understand how God is working through me and how he's going to get the glory, the honor, and praise that he deserves out of my life. So I'm continuously learning how to lay my life down and how to lose my life for Jesus' sake and for the sake of the gospel. Because God will get the glory out of your life, whether you like it or not. God's mission, God's will, will go forth out of your life. He will get the due honor and glory out of your life. And whether you are a worker for the kingdom or a worker of iniquity, either way it goes, he will get the glory out of your life. So I just kind of been like (laughs) trying to make sure that um, I'm patient with this process that I'm going through. And also take the time to be appreciative of this process that I'm going through. Because if I'm going through it, it's because God needs me to learn something in this season. God needs me to learn to be a better steward of my finances. God needs me to learn to be a better steward of everything that he has currently given to me. And be okay with what he has given to me. And understand that God will give me all that I need. So if I can take care of the few, he will bless me with more. So again, I'm just grateful and appreciative that I am going through this process. Yes, it's hard. And yes, it's like, dang, what's going on? But I have to learn that through this process, my trust in God is going to grow. My my faithfulness in God is going to grow. So again, I'm very grateful, very appreciative of this process. I'm not going to say it's all peaches and cream, but I'm grateful that God is taking the time to work on me. And I'm also grateful for this process because it lets me know that God's hand is still over my life. The Bible declares that God is going to discipline those whom he loves. So if God is using this to shape me, if God is using this to mold me, if God is using this to discipline me in certain areas of my life, that lets me know that he loves me and that his hand is upon my life. So I have to be triumphal through this uh, trial and tribulation. I have to be joyful through this trial and tribulation because I am grateful that God is still walking me through this process. I am grateful that God is still working on me through this process. I am grateful for all that God is doing in my life. And like I said, it's not easy. It really ain't. <laughs> so I don't ever want y'all to think that, oh, it's easy. Oh, it's just a walk in the park. All you got to do is trust and lean on God. And while that is true, all you do have to do is trust and lean on God. That doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. The Bible never said it was going to be easy, but God did promise that he was going to be with you through, throughout the entire process. So instead of fo- so me just learning that instead of focusing on the obstacles that are in front of me, I need to stand. I need to focus on who's walking next to me. So that requires a perspective shift. So I've kind of just been modifying my entire life, my entire routine, my entire daily routines to show God that. I need to be more serious. 
And another reason why I love the lesson that I'm going through right now is because God is also showing me that I need to be more serious about his kingdom. I need to more be more serious and intentional about my relationship with him. That I need to be more serious and when it comes to being a woman of God and um, you know, exhibiting the fruits of the Holy Spirit and just making sure that I am doing what it takes and that I am allowing the grace of God to move in my life so that I can gracefully become who he is calling me to become. Because again, it's not about what I can do. It's not about the strength that I possess to get the job done, but it's simply about the grace of God that is on my life that is giving me the ability to do what it is that he's calling me to do. And another thing that God has just been telling me in regards to trusting him is, if I did it before, why wouldn't I do it again? If I bought you through that trial and tribulation before, why wouldn't I bring you through this one? The Bible declares that God is the same as yesterday, today, and forever. God is never changing, y'all. And it's such a hard concept for me to wrap around how good God is because I'll never be able to understand it. God is so good. And he brings to you remembrance of things that he brought you through so that you can remember that he is good and even in the bible he kept telling the israelites all through the wilderness remember what i did for your forefathers remember the promises that i made to your forefathers he kept telling them remember 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 so that they could understand that if god did it before to them he will do it again for us so God kind of has me in the season of just remembering all the times that he has brought me through and understanding and acknowledging that God is not a man that he shall lie. So if he did it before, he will do it again. And just fixing my mind and focusing my mind on the character of God. God is sovereign. God is holy. God is righteous. God is mighty, and God is so much more than words will ever be able to describe. But if I could just focus on who he has been to me, how good he has been, how faithful he has been to me, then I will be able to get through this. God will see me through this. He is faithful to perform. God is faithful to perform. So if I could just keep my eyes fixed and focus on him. And not get so caught up in the doing, thinking that I have to do things for the approval of God. Thinking that I have to do things for God to love me. Thinking that I have to do things for God to bless me. Thinking that I have to do things for God to provide for me. Thinking that I have to do, 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 do. Instead of remembering just to sit still and be his child. Sit still and be his daughter. Sit still and be in relationship with him. You know, so stop getting so caught up in the doing that I forget about just being in love with him. And I think sometimes as Christians, sometimes we forget that we are in a relationship with Christ and a relationship requires love. So me personally, sometimes I know I forget to love on Jesus because love conquers all. Love conquers every fear that I have about lacking, every fear that I have about 
not being where I'm supposed to be. Every fear that I have, love conquers all of that. So if I remember to just be in love with Jesus and just to be his child and just to be at his feet and just to be his bride, everything else will work out. God will not lie to me. He has never failed me. He has never lied to me once. So why would he do it now? God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. The Bible literally tells us it is impossible for God to lie. God is too sovereign to go back on what he has promised. God is too sovereign to take back the words that he said out of his mouth. God said he will honor his word above his own name. So if God said it, believe me, he will, when I say he will do it. So I have to constantly remind myself to sit with the fact that God will not lie to me. The enemy will lie to you. He will try to get you to believe that God is this and God is that and God won't pull through on this and God won't pull through on that. And sometimes reality may even reflect the lies of the enemy. But in the end, the word of God will come to pass. We can't let reality depict how much we're going to trust God. We can't let reality depict how much we're going to trust that God is going to perform these things because Eventually, the word of God will kind of pass and your search, your circumstances and your situation has to bow down to what God has said. So, again, y'all just get into that place of reverence and fear of the Lord where we understand that God is who he says he is. If he says that he's going to do something for you, he will do it. He will not go back on something that he said. And just remembering all the things that he has done for you already and remembering all the things that he has already brought you through. And lean into this moment, y'all. This is me talking to myself. To lean and press into this moment because I believe that God is uprooting some things out of me, uprooting some bad habits out of me in the process of this. And I believe he wants me to learn how to be a better steward or better steward, (laughs) not only over my finances, but over my life, be a better steward of the gifts he has given me, be a better steward of everything he has blessed me with just to be a better steward of my time, of my effort, of my gifts, of everything that God has blessed me with. I believe that God is teaching me a lesson in Again, it's kind of rocky and it kind of hurts, but I'm loving it at the same time. Because to know that God cares about me that much that he doesn't want me to continue in this same manner, that he will stop me in the process of this and to slow me down so I can appreciate what's going on in this process. So I can appreciate that his hand is over my life. And I am far more grateful than words can even explain I am far more grateful than I can even explain myself that God is being so faithful to me. He is being so loving, just as a father should. 
He is being all the things that he has said he is going to be. A provider, a way maker, a redeemer, a restorer, you name it. God has said all of that and that is what he's doing for me in this season. And again, it's kind of hard, but um, just being honest about it. Because I know how I could get at times. So I know that this is good for me because I genuinely am getting to a point where I need God to break these things off of me so that moving forward, I could be a better person in these specific areas of my life. And I just feel that God is urgently calling me to let go of the things that aren't pleasing to him and to let go of old habits and old mindsets that I had in regards to finances, in regards to trusting God, in regards to relying on God and knowing that his promises are true. I had some bad habits when it came to thinking about those things that I believe that God is breaking those off of my life in this moment. So again, I'm just really appreciative of it all. And the whole big message behind all of this is just because we're going through these trials and tribulations don't mean we have to like drag ourselves through it. And when I when I what I mean by that is sometimes when we go through these hardships in life, we get bogged down. We let our emotions weigh down on us and we just act sad. We act sad and we just like drag through these moments but what happened if instead of dragging through these moments we would stop take a pause and literally smell the roses of what god is doing in this season and be appreciative of that and walk in appreciative and walk in appreciativeness and walk in gratitude and understand that there's a lesson that is being taught in this season Again, yes, it is hard. Again, yes, it is trying. Again, yes, it hurts. But what happened if we could just take the time and look at the brighter side of this and understand that God's hand is over our life and that he is disciplining us because he loves us and he wants us to learn this lesson so that moving forward, we have a different perspective when it comes to whatever it may be in in whatever area it is that he is challenging. So yesterday I was listening to a podcast called Soft Life Through Christ and something that she said, one of them said really stuck out to me. I think it was Rhodesia. I'm not too sure. But one of them said, the enemy is attacking my consistency. And she was basically relating consistency to being productive. And I'm just now like realizing that I wasn't consistent in a lot of areas when it came to my finances. Like, for example, one minute I'll be tithing faithfully, sowing seeds faithfully. The next minute I fall off and I'm not. Or one minute I'll be saving faithfully. I reach a goal and then all of a sudden I fall off and I start spending all the money I saved. Or just being inconsistent in um, different areas of my life and... That led to me not being productive in those areas. And this all tied back to me trusting God because every time I stopped being inconsistent, that made me question God. Even though it was me who was being inconsistent and even though it was me feeling like I wasn't being productive enough, I began to question God's character because of the things that I was doing. And 
That is not how it's supposed to go. So I know for a fact that God is uprooting that mindset out of me of questioning his character because I am not being productive or consistent on my behalf. So when she said that the enemy is attacking her consistency, that really woke me up because the enemy really does that to me. I'll be consistent for a period of time, y'all. And I'll be going hard, going hard, going hard, going hard. And all of a sudden, something happened and they just throw my entire system of consistency off. And I was, I be doing good, y'all. I be pushing and I be pressing. And I be so consistent. I be so proud of the fact that I'm making progress in this area. And all of a sudden, I feel myself fall off and it be so hard for me to get back on track. And because I fall off, I begin to be not productive in that area. And when I'm not productive, I feel like my hands are idle. And when my hands are idle, that's when I go running to God like, God, what's going on? What's happening? Yada, 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 yada. Because of because of my lack of consistency, right? But if in this area of my life, if God is teaching me to be more disciplined, if God is teaching me to be more consistent, I know that I could push through the attack of the enemy. And I know that I can um, push through in this area of my life and be more consistent. Because if I'm consistent, I know I can be productive. If I'm consistent, I know I can show God I'm serious about this. If I'm consistent, I know that I could overcome this trial. I can overcome this tribulation. So I just want to throw that in there because I thought that was so key what she just said because like that was 100% facts for me. The enemy is after my consistency. When I'm not being consistent, I realize I don't get attacked as much. But the minute I decide, oh, I'm going to be consistent or I'm going to go off in this or I'm about to do this for a set period of time and make this into a everyday habit, make this into an everyday life thing, that's when I realize the enemy attacks me more because he sees that I'm being serious. He sees that I'm being consistent. But when I'm not consistent and I'm messing around and I'm playing around and I ain't doing nothing like productive, he will not bother me. He will literally leave me alone. So I believe that God is working on me in my area of discipline and in my area of consistency so that I can understand that this is where the seriousness comes in. Oh, she being consistent? Oh, she being productive? And she doing it persistently? Like she's continuously pressing in and not giving up? That shows me that she wants it. That shows God that you really trust him and that you really want it and that you really believe his word in your life when you're being when you're able to be consistent and when you're able to be productive and when you're able to um, you know, tend to what he has told you. And again, y'all, I just thought I'd throw that in there because, like, that's the absolute truth, y'all. That's the absolute truth. I realize when I'm lacking consistency, when I'm lacking productivity, that's when I begin to question whether or not I can trust God. And again, y'all, this is me being honest. This is me being human. I get into those modes, and I know that God is working on me in those areas. But I just wanted to be honest with y'all because I know that, it may be someone else out there who is going through the same thing. Yes, we love God. Yes, we have a heart's desire to follow God. Yes, we have the heart's desire to deny ourselves and pick up the cross. But sometimes we get in those modes where we begin to question God. And that is out of flesh. 
And I believe that God is just working on us and molding us in these certain seasons and areas in our life so we can learn to trust him without questioning him. So that we can learn to trust him no matter what we are going through. Right? And I just want to read Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6. And it states... Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. I love this because it says trust in the Lord with all your heart. This made me realize that if I wasn't able to trust God in certain areas of my life, is because I wasn't giving him my whole heart. And if I wasn't able to give him my whole heart, that may have mean that I have placed other things on a pedestal above God. That may mean I began to idolize things above God and that is preventing me from giving God my whole heart. And because I can't give him my whole heart, that is preventing me from trusting him. Right? So, for example, if I have put my finances on a pedestal above God, if I have put making money on a pedestal above God, and I have give that, given that a portion of my heart, how can I trust God with all my heart? It literally says trust God with all your heart. You can't trust God fully with a half heart, right? So, if I have already given a portion of my heart because... To something else because I've idolized that above God. Of course it's going to lead me to questioning God. Because I'm not doing. I'm not trusting him with my whole heart. So I literally have to sit down. And allow God to minister unto me. And allow God to to break me down. And to dismantle certain mentalities that I was having in regards to money. And I also had to repent on my behalf. For idolizing finances above God. Why don't you tithe their 10%? Why don't you trust God with your 10%? It's because you think that you can do more with that 10% than you trust God to do with that 10%. Your actions really reveal how much you trust God. I could say I trust God all day long, all day long. I trust God, I trust God, I trust God. But why when he tell me to tithe my 10%, I don't do it because I feel like my bills needed more than me being obedient to God to tithe that 10%. So that is how I have begun to idolize money because I trusted that 10% to do more with my bills than I trusted it to be tied into the kingdom of God. So through that idolization, I gave a portion of my heart to that. And now, how can God be the number one of all of my heart if I have already given a portion away of it to finances, a portion away of it to money, right? So I had to, I'm in the process of repenting from that kind of behavior and learning to trust God and be obedient to his word. And one of the things that I can do is to trust him with that 10%. Trust him with my finances and repent of that behavior of idolizing money over my relationship with God. 
So again, repentance is so important, y'all. Repent and turn away from idolizing this thing, right? So once I'm able to repent and turn away from that, I'm able to fully make God number one in my heart and to fully give God my entire heart. And through me giving God my entire heart and not having anything, any, anything above God, then I am able to trust him with all of my heart. You can't trust God with just a piece of your heart. You have to trust him with your whole heart. Again, that is why I love Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with your all your heart. And let's go even further. Lean not on your own understanding. And my own understanding when it came to finances was my 10% will be better going towards my bills. Or my 10% will be better going towards my needs and my wants. My 10% will be will go further along if I handle it instead of letting God handle it. My That was my own understanding. I began to lean on that understanding of what I could do with that 10%. That's why the Bible declares lean not. Lean not on your understanding of what you can do with that 10%, right? So repenting of the fact that I was leaning on my own understanding instead of trusting God to do what he said he's going to do. And then it says, in all your ways, submit to him. So if God is telling you to do something and you're not obeying that, how are you able to submit to him in all of your ways? You can't just submit to God in this area of your life, in that area of your life, in that area of your life, and negate the other areas. You have to submit to him in every area of your life. It's not just one or two areas or the areas you feel like letting him take over or the areas you feel like you don't want to control but not giving him the rest. No, it's submitting to him in all of your ways. Once you submit to him in all of your ways, once you trust him with all of your heart, once you lean not on your own understanding, it is then that he will make your path straight. Why? Because one, you trusted him with all of your heart. You have not put nothing above him. You not you have not idolized anything above him. Two, you decided to lean on God instead of leaning on what you think you know. And three, you decided to submit every single area of your life to God in order for him to be above all those areas of your life. And it is through that that he will make your path straight. So again, all that relates to how you are trusting God. And again, I'm really emphasizing this because it says all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all of your ways submit to him. Sometimes we try to give God half and think that he's still supposed to do what he said he's going to do for us. And in this case, to make our path straight. How can, why, he has the power to do that and it is his desire to do that for us. But how is it fair that we are giving God half of submission half of our heart and expecting him to make our paths completely straight that is so unfair that is not an equally yoked relationship god wants to be in relation with you that is why he is asking him these things from you so again y'all just like the whole gist of this is just trust god i know it's easier said than done 
But if you really allow God to do the work on you, if you really allow God to discipline you, and if you decide to look on the brighter side of each trial and tribulation, and if you decide to press into every opportunity and in every moment that he is giving you to learn a lesson, you will begin to understand why it is important to trust God and not trust your own self and trust and not trust what you can do in your own strength. You will begin to understand why your life depends on you trusting God. Even if it's in one uh even if it's in one or two areas of your life, believe me when I say it, you got to trust God with your whole heart. You got to trust God with all that you have. You can't just trust him for this that and a third, but you don't trust him for your finances. That's not going to work. You have to trust God and you have to be fully committed to trusting him and fully committed to submitting to him so again y'all again this is something i'm currently going through and i just wanted to share with y'all and i wanted to be honest i don't want to get on here and act like my life is so perfect i don't want to get on here and act like i have it all figured out i don't want to get on here and act like a fake christian Because the truth is, I am struggling in this area. And the truth is, God is seeing me through it. And the truth is, I am pressing into this moment. And the truth is, I am still learning. And the truth is, I'm going to continue to allow God to work on me. I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to stop loving God. I'm never going to stop following Jesus. But I can decide in each and every moment to press into every lesson that he is teaching me. So I just encourage y'all to do the same. And... That is it for today, y'all. This is episode five. We have Bible Talk Tuesdays every Tuesday at 6.30 a.m. on IG Live at the KKWP Podcast. And we also have a new episode on the podcast dropping on YouTube and Apple Podcasts every Thursdays. And thank y'all for tuning in. It is your girl, P, and we are out. I'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye.